and welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together, we are working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. Today, we are talking about Dirty Dancing. So before we start, this is our first episode of our new podcast. Mm. We're very excited about it, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So we are Lindsay and Sarah. I'm Lindsay. She's Sarah. Um, we had a podcast. If you might know, if you're we're a subscriber and are just following along in our podcast feed, it was Nature Finds a Way, which was about pop culture, um, science, and pop culture uh, mm-hmm. because we are giant science nerds, but we're also rom com nerds. Big fans of rom coms. <laughs> big fans of rom coms. Yeah. Straight white elder millennial, uh, elder millennial women. Yeah. So, so obviously. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. And we wanted to take like, uh, I guess a humorous analytical approach, maybe. Yeah. Does that seem like us? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like categorizing all of these rom-coms, like what do they have in common? Uh, what do they, like what aspects do they share? Like what makes them so classic and so terribly good like i don't mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. yeah i don't know or like also yeah. completely unironically great um oh in definitely. some cases yeah yes yeah. so we've got a lot of thoughts and plans we've got a big spreadsheet and we're about to start another new spreadsheet as we oh my gosh. this episode and yes. so that's really exciting to us because we're nerds yes yeah this podcast is definitely brought to you by spreadsheets yes. <laughs> yeah and yeah i'm sure we will uh share portions of them with you as appropriate mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we're really excited mm-hmm. for this new adventure, and we hope you are too. And we hope that you enjoy our takes on probably some movies that you've heard other podcasts cover in the last little while. Because we're definitely starting with some popular movies. Indeed, yeah, indeed. We're not we're not doing anything too uh, niche, at least to start with. Yeah, yeah. We. Um, when we were th- talking about like a classic rom-com that you know and love, uh, mm-hmm. what else could we do uh, being 90s kids yep. other than Dirty Dancing? Uh, uh, yep. Yep, yep. Oh, goodness. So this movie gave me great. some feelings. So many feelings. For noon on a Wednesday. <laughs> Yep. 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 Yeah. So this movie came out in 1987. Uh, We definitely, neither of us would have watched it then, but I think we also both watched it looking back when we were too young for the mature content of this movie. Yes, definitely. We had the VHS and like, even like the cover of the VHS was scandalous. I I know. I think it was just like the back, like had picture of the group dances or something and you're like, (gasps) yeah. Um, Anyway, Also the name was scandalous. Yeah, Totally. Totally. But also, like, it's not that dirty watching nope. it now. Like, nope. the dancing, I mean, is not... Like, the yeah. dancing, when by the time we watched it, was nothing... Like, it was way more tame than anything you saw on, like, MTV or, or like, Much Music, because oh, yeah. we're in Canada. Yeah. And, uh, or, like, at a school dance. <laughs> like... Yep. Yeah. So... Yeah, yep. it was great. Um, one great observation. So it came out in 1987. It takes place in the summer of 1963, and if you want to feel old, that's like having a movie that came, that takes place in 1998, coming out right now. Oh my 
out. So yeah, you think the 60s are so long ago, but compared to the 80s, they're not that long. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like at the very beginning when she's like, it's 1963. It was before Kennedy got shot. It was before the yeah. Beatles. So we could be like, it was before, before 9-11. 9-11 and... Before no strings attached came out. Yeah, I don't even know what would like. There's nothing that's equivalent to the Beatles. That's kind of the whole point no, of the Beatles. No, but, but it was like yeah. yeah, it was like it was before Bye Bye Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bef- like yeah, I don't even know. I don't even like all the stuff that came so out. So many boy bands. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically what you would say. Indeed. If you were flashing back to 1998. Indeed, and also because this movie, or sorry. Because our podcast is starting in the summer, we thought we would start um, with sort of like a summer-themed movie. So, yeah, one thing we're going to try to do, I think, during the podcast is like comparing different movies across different genres. So, like, we'll try to group episodes together based on some sort of theme or setting or actors or... Who knows what? We've got a whole list. Yeah. We're big yeah, into yeah. categorizing so not, stuff. You know, we are. It's not going to be like comparison, like who did Summer Cabin's country club movies best, but more no. just like, that's what we're doing this month. Yeah. And also like this example of like a Summer Cabin, Summer Fling movie has these tropes. Another mm-hmm. one that also takes place in like a similar setting. What does it have in common? Like, yeah, we're not yeah. really into like saying which one's better or not. Cause no. that doesn't that's sound very fun. No. We yeah, were jokingly just thinking about yeah. the next summer country club movie that we're going to do is very different. Very different. But like, just but because, yes, no. like you can't, it's like comparing apples and oranges in a lot of cases. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, you'll, you'll hear about next episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, we're definitely going to have spoilers. If it's a new movie, we'll try to be like a little more coy, but for like something like Dirty Dancing, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched Dirty Dancing, you're... I'm confused. You're doing this in the wrong order. Yeah, I'm confused. Like, how did you find us? Please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I always thought, like, the whole time watching this, that I thought these, like, big summer camps were, like, super old-fashioned or just, like, a fake thing that happened for, like, TV and movies. Like, the other mm-hmm. example that I remember is, like, the Saved by the Bell, uh, like, when they went to that, like, summer oh, club thing, yeah, right? Yeah, they worked there for they a long time. They worked there. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I did not think that they were a real thing. But then like, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, I went to a professional development, like, training course uh, in a super random part of West Virginia, and it was the winter, but it was basically this. Like, it was little cabins, a massive, like, hotel slash meeting room slash whatever. I don't know if there was a lake for swimming. I'm assuming there was, but it there was, like, four feet of snow, so I don't know what yeah. else was there, but it was, <laughs> like, the interior of where they stay for this camp or for this, like, summer holiday was basically the same concept as where of where huh. we had um this prody thing it was so weird that's weird because when i was watching especially at the beginning when she's doing like when she's going to those that horrible like magic show and stuff mm-hmm. i was like this is basically i think what cruises are now yeah so basically like, is yeah. that why these exist less because they just put them all on a boat i guess so I guess so, yeah, and the fact that it's, like, the whole family, like, obviously, like, I went to summer, like, sleepaway camp, um, Mm -hmm. which is so different than this, because this is, like, the whole family, and way more, like, high-end. It's not camping or roughing it, like... No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, it's roughing it compared to, like, a fancy hotel, but, yeah, there's so many activities. Yeah, very much, like, cruise ship-style activities. Yeah, so strange. But, yeah, they... 
They do. Ex- it seems like more of an East Coast thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of stuff. But we'll go, as we go on in rom-coms, there's a lot of East Coast things that are just... Yeah, that just not, don't exist never here. Never came over we're, here. We're, yeah, for context, we're in Canada, in Vancouver. So, like, yeah, yeah there's there's too many rocks and mountains for, like, a giant cabin thing like this. There's, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and we do, like, I don't know when cruises started. I have no idea. I've never actually thought about it before. Couldn't tell you. But, but yeah, um, there's, there's... Well, I guess, like, like, if you think about Love Boat... Yeah. So well, a lot they were they've been around longer than uh, you would think. Yeah, and like even like cruises come through Vancouver and they have for thirty plus years. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, why would you go to a cabin when you could do all of this stuff on a boat? Indeed, indeed. Um, and get uh, Norwalk as well as COVID and COVID. So good times. It's just so good fun. Times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Should we talk about all the? There's so many tropes and cliches There's in this so movie. There's so many tropes, but yeah, so let's let's get yeah. started. We don't have our spreadsheet yet. We're going to start with these This ones. is, yeah, this. the spreadsheet's empty, baby. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's fill it in. So, so the biggest ones are, well, dancing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, is that a, like a cliche or? I don't, like, it's not a cliche, so it's like a theme. Say, like, montage rama yes put in here, so many montages so many montages yeah in this movie and it's a, you know a summer fling movie yeah and big dance number at the end which oh is also like a big yeah. big thing yeah for um, sure yeah yeah culminating in a big dance number definitely like a loss of innocence or coming of age story mm-hmm. even though like she's about to be starting college which i guess like there are lots of like coming of age movies that happen at that point because it is such like a transition yeah. part mm-hmm, of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also unrelated to the romance storyline, but there are other themes like the siblings who are complete opposites and like in conflict and yeah. also the whole like daddy's girl who like grows up and has like has to like reestablish her relationship with her dad as an mm-hmm, adult. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting like over like she's her relationship with Lisa and how people treat both of them are different. Cause like she and her dad, both, especially at the beginning, mock mm. Lisa constantly, which yeah. is rude. But then she also definitely feels overshadowed by Lisa for lots of different aspects of their personality. And like, she doesn't know how to like She doesn't definitely isn't into her feminine side until she starts dancing. Yeah. 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 Like she, she doesn't, she doesn't treat her sister's interests as serious or like understandable. Yeah. Like she feels like she has more serious interests, like joining the Peace Corps, whereas her sister wants yeah. to be like an interior decorator. Yeah. But on the other hand, like her yeah. dad's like, like, Oh, we want the best match for Lisa. And she's going to like marry this fancy yeah. uh, waiter. Who's going to be a doctor. And then like, then they're like, Oh, well baby, you can hang out with this douchey nerdy hotel guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, and it's it's also so much a sign of the times of, like, yeah, I want you to marry well, not do your own thing well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, but I think Baby, more so than her sister, has ambitions mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with getting married. And her sister probably does, too. She's just not the main character of the movie, so we don't know. Yeah, it's actually, like, it's an interesting, it would be an interesting, like, I don't know, fanfic, I'm sure it's... it's oh, I'm sure there's, yeah. Of her story yeah um, like what does her also, sister like, actually want and like how much does she actually get assaulted by robbie when they're mm. in the woods like yeah you know like what yeah she's definitely like pulling up her cardigan 
but so it's hard to tell about yeah how far they went level of experience because like i don't know is she whatever she's older right she's older yeah. yeah but like whatever the time frame is two weeks later she's like i'm gonna have sex with robbie so she's definitely not bridgerton level of sexuality yeah like it's one of those weird things so yeah no it's true like it seems like it it seems like she i don't think had had sex before but it's hard to know no no i don't think that she had but like when like if she's just like pulling up her cardigan it's not like he just like tried to touch her boob and she freaked out like you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. no like she was into the under the shirt but not anything more than that or something yeah Yeah, maybe something yeah those lines yeah yeah well, yeah, so that's, like, Lisa is, like, a really interesting character mm-hmm. um, who just doesn't really get a lot of time because it's not her movie. It's not her story. Oh, yeah. and then, yeah, I guess the other, like, on the subject of the main storyline is, like, romance across a class divide or, like, um, mm-hmm. I hate the word, but, like, when they talk about, like, slumming. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, that class divide, the, like, the bad boy, like, good girl, bad boy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, when you dig yeah, deeper, be... it's not actually true. But, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting as we go mm-hmm. to see if how often bad boy and class divide are separated. Because I feel like they go hand in hand a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the bad like, boy. the only one I can, like, mm-hmm. I guess West Side Story isn't class divide. It's more race divide. Yeah, for, um, yeah, it's definitely race rather than class. Not um, a like rom-com the, either. No. So... <laughs> Undecided if we'll be covering stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, well, there's, I think, Pretty in Pink. Yep. Um, but in that case, she isn't, oh, no, yeah. Like, like the other side of the train tracks. But then I think there's, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's also some other, like, bad boy ones where they're, like, it's, like, a rich bad boy. But again, it's, yeah, like, it's class divide. Yeah, it's interesting. I just can't yeah. think of any right now. Um, she's all that. He's bad boy yeah he's a rich well he's not really a, he's not a bad boy that's the whole point no i know that. yeah i don't know but again this is why we're doing the podcast to like what yep. other bad boy class divide movies are there um so many but don't worry so we know <laughs> um yeah. yeah and then keeping big secrets mm-hmm. yeah 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 definitely a big yeah oh man it's just yeah it was so good i oh I definitely know. could have done the podcast without rewatching it because I have seen yep. it so many times, but I'm so, so glad I did because Me it's too. just very delightful. And um, I haven't watched it in so long. So long. Yeah. I do remember when we were young mm-hmm. and we went to movies in the park. Mm-hmm. So like when we were young, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like in our uh, mid twenties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, when this one was on, I don't know if you were there. I just have this memory. It's just like, it, like it's one of those things and it happened with a lot of movies in the park of just like you never feel Patrick Swayze coming back to get her more than what oh. you do when there's like 400 people and you're all just you're all cheering so hard cheering yeah yeah oh it's so good it's so good and then you're all just like singing as you pack up you're like yeah yeah times. yeah it's one of those movies. and I guess yeah iconic soundtrack is the other part of this movie like there's the two main characters and then all of their associated characters, but like the third part of this story that like, yeah. honestly it would be nothing without the awesome yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And like, of yeah. course, you know, like the big numbers, but there's so many good there's songs. So many. Oh, it is ridiculous. Oh, this movie. so many good songs. But I think that's a, like, especially 
of like the 80s and 90s like a lot it'll be interesting to see like what other like classic rom-coms also have classic songs or soundtracks yeah like there's the classic song ones Mm -hmm. but then there's the classic soundtrack ones yeah and this is two but this one is both (laughs) yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. but like the coming to mind like the first thing is pretty woman is a classic song yes yeah but but i can't think of any other songs that are in that movie no not at all um yeah and then but other ones are classic soundtracks like grease even though that's a musical so that's harder but yeah or like Save the Last Dance. Yep. Wedding Singer. Yep. yep. Center Stage. Set- oh, yeah, totally Center Stage. Yeah. So many. Yeah. So many. And, like, yeah, so oh, I'm sure there's... Things. Oh, oh, yeah, Ten Things. Because I was like, oh, all of these are ones that are, like, kind of musical-y, but Ten Things isn't really, except for Ten things isn't, that yeah, one scene. It doesn't count as a musical. But no, it has a but it has... Very iconic soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. yeah, even aside from that big musical number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scene. Ugh. Oh, so great. Oh, man. We're going to have so much fun doing do this that? podcast. When are we going to do this one? Let's I know. Soon. <laughs> I just want to do all of them right now. Um, yeah. So, so many tropes. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting as we, like, start building out our list of, like, what tropes are related and, like, what tropes are often found together. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I think there's going to be lots of overlap of, like, like coming of age and bad boy kind of yeah, thing like that kind of makes sense it's gonna yeah. be interesting yeah join us please okay uh <laughs> aside from cliches although i'm sure we'll touch on more cliches because there's so mm-hmm. many do you have any hot takes to share okay <laughs> i do have a hot Super take hot. to share and it is a really hot take mm-hmm. because this line mm-hmm. uh is very important to the zeitgeist. It was rated like number 98 on best right. 100 lines of American movies or something. And all of the stuff, there's a song, there's like everything. It's obviously a huge deal. Yeah. But I got to say, yeah, she's sitting like against a wall. It's not. She's yeah. Sitting against a wall with a pillar. <laughs> it's not a corner. <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's it not kind a of corner. looks like a corner in that scene. But when they zoom out and you see where it is, it's like in the middle of the room, just on the side. It's not a corner. <laughs> No, yeah, it's on the side, and it's definitely like they wrote oh, the line. And like, there's not enough corners in this room at the scene, and then they're like the set. Yeah, the set oh, dressers shoot. we like, need a made we a need color. a corner where their tables are. And they're like, sure, this is a corner. <laughs> um, my hot take is way less spicy, but it's just the band. They pretend that they're playing, but there's not enough instruments and not enough synthesizers. <laughs> nope, <laughs> but nope. the song's so good that I don't really care. Not at all. <laughs> yep, there's so many really good parts of this movie. I think. The one thing, and I think that I, this kind of came a bit from the trivia or like a little bit of um, Patrick Swayze talking about why he thinks this movie has endured for so long. And I think mm. a huge part of it is like, it's not just Baby's story. Like Baby's yeah. not the only one who's growing up and figuring out who she is. Johnny is yeah, also. He's, yeah, he's not a manic pixie dream boy. No, he's, like, and, but he he's also. character. He, yeah, he has character and he also isn't just. Like, he doesn't know everything. Like, he's also just trying to mm-hmm. figure out what to do with his life. And because yeah. of the age divide, like, I think it would be weird if he actually, like, he fakes that he has his shit together, but yeah. he doesn't. Like, he does not. He's yeah. really insecure about, like, being around so many, like, wealthy people and, like, not feeling like he has a place there, except for, like, when they need something from him. Um, he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life going forward. He still, like, gets pressure from his family to, like, 
work as a tradesperson, even though, like, I think he was a really good dance teacher. Like, yeah, he's even, a really good dance teacher. So even, this is a question, and I don't mm-hmm. know enough about America mm-hmm. or unions mm-hmm. or the 60s, but they, like, when he talks about it, it's like his mm-hmm. dad can get him into a union, and yeah. she, like, seems excited, and then he says it's house painters, and then she's like, oh, that kind of sucks. And I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like I think I think her disappointment was painters? that I think her disappointment was that she, he wasn't excited about it. Oh, okay. That was my read on it. I don't know. Cuz like yeah, cuz like, aren't unions especially in the 60s and now depending on where you work mm-hmm. like really good? Yeah, I think especially into? in the 60s like if you could get a union job, which like it like seems weird that this, like yeah, you'd be set like he'd be able to buy a house and like they yeah. Yeah, and like so, his life would be sad because he'd be painting houses, but he would be financially. He would be financially stable. stable. Yeah, yeah, and probably, like I guess, but then, baby's dad would still look down on him because he painted houses. Yeah, he was financially stable. Yeah, for sure, for sure, because it's like a a lower level trade. I don't know what trade her dad would be okay with him. Like, yeah, I think he like at the end of the movie, I think he would be okay with whatever, because Mm -hmm. he like he grows a bit too, but. I think, yeah, at the beginning of the movie, it was definitely like, of, well, of course you're going to marry a doctor or a lawyer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just, and again, the whole class divide Yale. of, like, trade versus professional, mm-hmm. even though, yeah. Yeah, and it's also, he's a bad boy, but he also cares so much about Penny. And also his cousin, like, his cousin yeah. is awesome, and I think that he should have a sequel spinoff as well. He's right? great and yeah. hilarious. No, yeah, the cousin's great, Penny's great. Like, Which he's trying to teach Lisa how to dance at the end. I was like... Let's do this story. I know. Well, and also, like, even before he's actually trying to teach her how to dance, like, when she brings the watermelon to the staff party, like, he just instinctually teaches her how to dance. Like, that's yeah. what he does. Mm-hmm. And he's he's yeah, both, like, a good dancer, but also a really good teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's teaching yeah. her how to dance in that scene, he's, like, he knows what to do. Like, he's a good dance teacher. Yeah. For not just the mamba. No, exactly. Mambo. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, that's the one thing that, from, like, from looking at just the cliches, you see, like, oh, it's this young girl who gets together with, like, a summer fling who's, like, a, you know, a poor bad boy, like, mm-hmm. who you know, like, who's older. And the and, help. Yeah, he's yeah. the help, for sure. Except that's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and he's he's older and whatever, but it's, like... They're both just as, like, lost and don't know what to do with their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the whole thing of, even though he has these great relationships with Penny and his cousin. Yeah. At the end, he's like, you're the first person to ever stand up for me. Yeah, because I think otherwise he's always been the protector. And and now she gets to play that role, too. Like, it's a good, Mm -hmm. it's a good twist. Ugh. Yeah. Let's talk about the mom. Oh, my God. Does she know everything or does she know nothing? I think this is the question. I think she knows more than she lets on. Yeah. But yeah, like but uh, it's so unwritten, but it doesn't need to be written cuz it's Kelly Bishop and she's amazing. Oh, she's amazing. But yeah, like I think I think she sees how happy her daughter is. Yeah. And like really gets why. Mhm. And sees how like confident and and also, like, the, I think her seeing her daughter stand up to her husband about this boy, like, really says a lot. Because I think she really mm-hmm. trusts Baby's character. Um, yeah. So, like, if Baby likes him, then, yeah, and if Baby's willing to risk 
her as family much as, as much as she does for him. Yeah. Like, he must be a good guy. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she was there at the beginning. Like, I think... I think that took a while, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, just seeing their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. They're good together. Ugh. But and then, like, thinking yeah. critically mm-hmm. during the montages, and mm-hmm. just, like, if being a mom who mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do except play golf or whatever yeah. in this country club, like, do you think that she... Like, she has to notice that, A, Penny, baby's gone for most of the day, every day. And her, the way she dresses is changing. She's putting lipstick on. The way she moves her body is changing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no. I, like, I'm sure she like noticed she that she's, that something's, that something's happening. happening. I don't, I think it was, I took a, I don't think she immediately realized it was Johnny. I think she probably thought it was the, no. the hotel guy. The hotel guy. The grandson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is, but, you know, I feel like she'd. Hopefully she'd be happier that he she's with Johnny than with the hotel guy because that hotel guy mm-hmm. is gross. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, especially as a mom in the '60s of like you're 19 and you're about to go to college, so I'm losing control over you anyway, and you're gonna have to settle down and be a wife eventually. Yeah. So maybe it's fine that you're gonna just have a fling, whether it's with hotel guy or not. Just yeah. like, this is the time that you're supposed to have a fling, and maybe she, that's what she did, you know? like Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, you might as well have a fling before you go to university to get your yeah. husband, right? Yeah, well, yeah. she's going to Mount Holyoke. Mount Holyoke, which is a girls' college, yeah. It's a girls' college, so. Yeah, but I think there was a, like, equivalent, like, men's. Yeah, I'm sure there was. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's more of, like, this is the time that you're supposed to have a fling so that you have sowed your oats and can yeah. be a good wife. Well, and also, if so, you if you have a fling and you get married instead of joining the Peace Corps, then I get to have be, have grandkids yep. sooner. Yep, so, also true. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> But no, she's great. Um, and I think she's gets great. overshadowed a lot by the dad, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, because, like, Cause he's that's a, like that's part of the story. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he has more plot purpose in the story, for sure. But she's just as good... Um, mm-hmm. And then she gets a really good dance moment. Like they get a good I know, little twirly. They're so cute Ugh. at the end. So yeah. good. Ugh. Yeah. So many of our like things that we love are just from that final dance number. Even though of there's course. so many more earlier, but it's just yeah. everything's so good. Lindsay has a question, which is, "What is the Fountainhead about? Is it for douches?" <laughs> and well, I don't the main know thing is, is, yeah, when. I first watched this movie. Mm-hmm. I have a, two very strong memories. Mm-hmm. One is being we were watching it with my mom. And so she tried to fast forward through the sex scene, but it's so short that she just fast forwarded through like a scenery scene of mountains. So that every time we watched it, me and my sister together, we would be like, oh no, the sexy mountains. And then the other memory I have is when you don't know what this movie is about. He's like, read this book. And then I thought it was going to be about her discovering something about this book. Because oh. I didn't know at all about what this movie was. Right. Which yeah. doesn't, like, that happens after she, like, dances with him the first time. Like, she has already gone to the staff house once, so I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't very smart. I was, like, 12. Well, yeah, exactly. So. Like, you're not paying that much attention. No. Like, the Fountainhead is kind of known for, like, people who like the Fountainhead are, tend to be kind of douchey and classist and, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's kind of what I've gotten to in now a days and i like nowadays if that showed up it would be like a clear red flag mm-hmm. inside joke mm-hmm. of like this is a douche yeah so yeah yeah but i think yeah in the 60s the fountainhead was relatively new mm-hmm. i don't know when it came out oh it came out in the 40s so yeah not that new i guess okay yeah okay speaking of 
first time you watched it, how long mm. did it take you to realize that an abortion was happening? Um, I think, I don't know if it was the first time I watched it, but I definitely watched it with my mom. And like, it be, it was a thing that we talked about. Okay. Which like isn't appropriate is an appropriate topic for I probably was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, like in vague things of like yeah, what was happening to her. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like I remember it being like a reason to talk about like what is an abortion with my mom. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I But I yeah knew. But I might have watched Like it. I definitely because they call they say she's knocked up and stuff a couple of times. Mm-hmm afterwards so i think i understood that part but yeah i just have no like firm memory of like realizing it yeah and and to be honest it might have been like a little like i might have watched it and we just talked about that she was losing the baby not how it Mm, came to be and like Mm -hmm. like she needed to she needed to see a doctor like the money was to see a doctor about her pregnancy not specific yeah 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 Yeah. i don't remember me neither um, but it's that definitely was a long one time of those ago. things but yeah. that you didn't understand what was happening yeah. until you grew up. Yeah, no, for sure. And, like, also, like, being in Canada in the 90s, like, yeah. it was fine. Whereas in America in the, well, even Canada in the 60s, very illegal. So, like, yeah. I'm definitely, it was definitely later that I had that concept of, like, how illegal and dangerous what she mm-hmm, tried to mm-hmm. do what or what she, she did. Yeah, do, what yeah. she needed to do was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Which is your favorite montage? Um, well, for inappropriate feelings, mm. hungry eyes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But I also love the wipeout one, like the first one. Where yeah. She's like climbing the stairs and ch- keeps changing outfits and like her. Yeah. Yes. I that think. That one I really like. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Like dancing on the, in the woods and in, and in the water and stuff. Mm. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. But yeah, the scene where, yeah, she dances across the bridge or whatever is so good. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's my favorite. But the finale is just. <sighs> it's un- it's just to anything else. Yeah. Because it's so great. It It's the perfect length. Like, it doesn't feel like it's dragging, even though it is, like, no. fairly long. I mean, it's just the song. It wraps up all the storylines. So many storylines just with, like, yeah. a little, you know, like a small scene. Yeah. It's really great. Like, even Kellerman is happy. I know. Like, everything's great. Yeah. So great. But, yeah. I do I do really like the role reversal, which I guess is, like, a fun, like, structural trope of, like, when they're... So she's having the dance lessons at the beginning, and he's trying to, like, keep her focused. And then when they do the lover boy, and, like, then mm. she's trying to be the one yeah. who's, like, professional and focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then... And then we get to talk about Lindsay's uh, oh, bit. I love it so much. So there's, we'll put it in the show notes, How I Met Your Mother, there is, obviously this movie is talks talked about and brought up in all sorts of So much, yeah. But there's How I Met Your Mother when Barney's telling people how he lost his virginity and this is one of the ones that he pretends. Yeah, really happened to him. That is what happened. Yeah. And he they seamlessly put him, Neil Patrick Harris, in pretending to be Johnny. Ugh. He seamlessly put him in with Jennifer Grey. And it is incredible and amazing. And you're yeah. just like, wow, you're really ripped, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, other parts of the big, big dance scene. Well, 
I mean, it's so handy that she just happened to be wearing a super twirly dress. I know. Thank it goodness. worked out so well. Yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, the costume design in this is fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. The blonde woman who wears the blue polka dots all the time, she, I think she dances with the guy with the douchey fedora. Mm-hmm. I think that's that couple. Yep. She always has one of her bra straps hanging down. <laughs> I'm like, please, please stop. Well, bras in the please 60s stop. were like, real bad. Even, oh, no, but you, you can't even dance with that. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> With your arm. Oh, so annoying. Um, this is another trope I thought of mm. that is a much less fun trope, mm. which is how often are we going to see BIPOC couples as like the one oh, yeah. BIPOC couple yeah, there's like, that are always paired together? Yeah. Black people could, well, I mean, it was the 60s in the States, so. Mm, well, yeah, but it's not, date, just, yeah, this it's not just the movie. No, for sure. But yeah, like there are some, yeah, there are some BIPOC characters. Obviously, they're all the help uh, at the resort. And yeah, they only dance with each other. Yeah. Yup, yup. True yep. fact. Good parts about the dance number. At the like on the stage just before things get really serious, he does this like the teeniest, tiniest little kiss on her I nose. I know, kiss on her nose. Oh, um. and you just melt and then you just keep melting. It's so great. Yep. Also, when did he have time to choreograph the dance number with the staff people? I don't know. And this is a question I have mm-hmm. a lot about the di- the staff yes. is they have this huge, huge staff house, yeah. which seems strange because like Robbie and his douche bros are never there, but it would be the main staff house for everybody. Yeah. And they also well, have like huge cabins for them. I think because it was the evening, like there's different levels of staff. Like the staff is also very, has different classes. So like the waiters are allowed to date the get, like the daughters of the guests. Yeah like mm-hmm. allowed encouraged actively yeah um mm-hmm. whereas yep. like so i think the other place i don't know if it was like yeah i guess it was a house i i thought at the beginning it was like johnny's house which is so weird that he like has his own weird house but i guess he's like the star dancer well he has a cabin yeah he has, but it's but just it, like further it's off further off movies. yeah i don't know yeah i don't know where where like that was but yeah i'm like i'm assuming there has to be like because you don't want the help like socializing where the guests yeah, are. Yeah, so I guess they just like they just make it what they want it to be so that they spend their time there. But yeah. also like these help mm-hmm. are I assume the maids and Yeah. Like, like I was um, it was weird. Bellboys. Yeah, bellboys and like kitchen hands and groundskeepers. And well I guess it just seems that they, they have a lot of spare time. They do have a lot of spare time, which is strange. Although, and they're like especially like, in the when evenings. they're all in the evenings, but also like when uh, Johnny and Robbie get into that fight mm-hmm. outside, like they're all there, yeah, just like hanging out. The, the weird thing and is like, that yeah, like they all seem to only have like one job, whereas like yeah, I don't know. Like I guess when I was thinking about this place being fake, I also like I worked at a resort which was not really like this level of resort; it was way more casual. But like uh, it was like a fishing, like recreational fishing resort in Australia, and like. I we were all basically except for like the chef, like the cook mm-hmm. and like one other person. We all just did everything. So like in the mornings yeah. I worked in the shop like selling bait. Throughout the day I did housekeeping. In the afternoons and evenings I did food prep or like in the afternoons I did food prep. In the evenings uh I like either served dinner or worked in the bar. Yeah, like Every day I had like three different jobs, whereas this place they seem to only have one job. And like some days I had like on days when we didn't have changeover, like I had the middle of the day off. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it was weird. So there's that, and then like going back, like the trying on wig things. Mm-hmm. Like Penny was doing it, and like why? Why would Penny? Why would Penny be doing that? She's a dancer. Uh, yeah. What does she have to do with wigs? Yeah, it was like, weird. When where are all the other people? Yeah, and like Johnny, why aren't they doing Johnny doesn't have any other jobs like he just teaches dance yeah i guess yeah maybe though maybe he does more dance he teaches more than she does because the women like the wives want to take dance lessons yeah that's probably true but it seems like most of the time it would be like the like johnny and penny doing dance lessons for a couple with couples Mm -hmm. so i don't know yeah yeah the logic of very confusing what jobs everybody has is really weird and yeah the staff definitely have like a lot of time and no time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> depending yep. on what the plot requires. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's another big thing is when they're talking about the other dancers and why it has to be baby, and they're like, yeah. so-and-so works all day. She doesn't have time to learn the steps. And I'm like, but she's a dancer, so it would not take as long as it does to teach baby. Yeah, I don't know if do they, any dance. of them were dancers. Oh, here's the other thing, speaking of like weird dance plots. So Johnny and Penny, or baby like have a contract to go to some other resort and do one dance number and that's the whole show like yeah i mis- yeah yeah it's very strange yeah very strange i don't like because when they do the dance johnny and penny mm-hmm. then they like um the first night then they like go teach people how to dance yeah yeah and like offer dance lessons so yeah you would expect it to be something, something like that either something like that or like a full show mm-hmm. not just like one dance number that they one dance. drive yeah some period of time away to do yeah, yeah and then they and they have a contract mm-hmm. and so and it's also kind of strange that they like if he's so busy but also works in another hotel yeah the plot is the plot is weird but yeah. it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah no. but it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter my <laughs> um my other my only other major p- plot issue is why are those watermelons so big <laughs> and what are they going to do with them right like up there <laughs> Three of, like, one of those giant watermelons would be enough watermelon for 30 people. For all of those people. Yeah. Let alone three. And also, like, it's the middle of the night and they're all, like, dirty dancing and drunk. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what goes good with this beer? What a piece of watermelon. <laughs> I mean, it is refreshing, but they were so big. They were so I've big. I've never, especially, and they were weird shaped. Like, I've seen big watermelons, but they're more, like, round. These were, like, long, super yeah. skinny ones. Like, were they, like... 60s accurate watermelons? I don't know. I don't know. Well, and now I want to know, like, were they actual watermelons or were they, like, prop ones that they, like, prop made to make them, yeah. like, absurdly large? Yeah, nobody ever talks about that. And I <laughs> didn't even think about it until I watched it this time. Yeah. And I'm like, why are they so weird shaped? And why are they so big? Yeah. And where do they go? And is there a knife there to cut them? Because they're going to get so juicy. Oh, my gosh. And, like, ruin the table. Yeah. Yeah, like, what is there knives and plates and stuff? And, like... Yeah. Oh. But you know, like I could I could go with some late night watermelon snack. Like, you know, when you're hot oh, yeah. and sweaty. Like, it definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so strange. So strange. Yeah. But an iconic line. Indeed. So it's fine. Indeed. When I grew up, can I be one of the old ladies throwing off their stole? Except like a fake yes. fur, not a real fur one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I love those ladies so much. They're so great. And the old the conductor guy and he's just so happy. Yeah. I'm like so happy into it. So happy. Yeah, and then it's like so cringy when Patrick Stewart lip syncs a little bit, but then he does this like adorable head banging thing and oh, like squints yeah. his eyes, oh. and you're like, oh, never mind, you're fine. Yeah, I'm in love with you. You're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, 
I definitely like I'm I like Patrick Stewart or Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I like Patrick Swayze in basically everything other than this. I just find him like too much. Yeah. Like he's 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 trying too hard to be like too too sexy, too charming, too whatever. But not in this movie. In this movie he's just perfect. Mm. And it's great. And it's great. It's so good. It's so good. And it's just, like, surprisingly holds up. Mm. The You know, like, maybe because it was a period piece in the 80s. Maybe. But there's also, like, there's definitely, like, class issues and stuff. But there's not a lot of, like, problematic Like, the stuff that phrases. is seen as, yeah, no, it's true. Like, yeah, the language is mostly fine, except for, like, there's definitely the, like, slut-shaming kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, it's the, like, a, if a woman it's gets the, pregnant when she doesn't want yeah, to be, it's her, it's her fault. Her fault, yeah. But it, none of that is taken as, like, the movie saying that, it's the character saying no, that. No, it's just the character when we already know he's a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it get, it it sort of is able to get away with a lot because it's, like, a period piece in the 60s, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, but it's definitely, like, it's not one of the ones that you'd be ashamed to what to show. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would take some more, like, contextualizing of stuff, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, not in terms of, like, I mean, it's not animated Peter Pan. <laughs> no. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. So... It's a movie. It's got a happily ever after because it's a rom-com. So, of course, it has a happily ever after. Um, mm-hmm. Is it, like, actually a happily ever after? What do you think? Do you think they stay together? I don't think so. I don't think they stay together. No, I don't think so. I feel like he like, breaks up with her for her own good. Like, one of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. They never really talk about what he does not in the summer. Like, he's going to go Be like, join he the says house he doesn't have. I guess so. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a job, so, yeah, yeah he's going to go do that. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And she's going to college. Like, it's one of those things of, you know, if they lived in the same town or something. Yeah. Then maybe they could make it work, even with her father. But, yeah, she's going to college. Yeah, no. I don't know if she's going to go to the Peace Corps. I'm sure that she's going to be very different in her life than she thought that she was going to be. Yeah, and I think because of this but, experience, like, yeah. You know, and, like... When she, like, if they meet up, if they happen to be in the same town, like, because I don't even know, like, where she lives and where he lives when they're not at, yeah, at Kellerman's, but like, not at this place, yeah. If they're in the same city, would they hook up? 100%. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Yep. But yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those, like, yeah, I think maybe, I, yeah, I don't think they would stay together after this summer, but would they get back together? Maybe. Maybe. I think, yeah, and I think that she's definitely going to be a better person than what she was. Like, if she hadn't had this experience, she would have joined the Peace Corps and then her life, like her eyes would have been opened yeah. with stuff and like realizing that her life is very different and privileged than anybody. But it would probably be more of my I'm very privileged because I live in America as opposed to I'm very privileged even in America. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So and there's definitely I think a, that this opened her eyes. Yeah, there's definitely a lot in this movie about like oh, well, like, we'll send our leftover food to, like, starving people when, like, 
you yeah. can't just like send your leftovers across the world. Like, yeah. that's not the solution. It's like more. And so I think she has, she might end up with more awareness of like um, societal, like systemic problems mm-hmm. rather than like individual action problems. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I think she would, I think she's better equipped to like actually get something yeah. more than Being just the like there's poor people out of going to the, going mm-hmm. to the Peace Corps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, maybe she won't turn into a classic... Well, she might get married and have kids and be that person, but she might not now. Like, I feel like... Yeah. She's... Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, I think she... Yeah. I think she would feel like she has more options now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, that's great, because she does. Yep. Oh. I agree. Good times. That was good stuff. When we went to Comic-Con and saw Clark Gregg talk... Oh, yep. Um... He talked about the big gun they gave him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they're like, we want you to have a nickname for this gun. We want you to call a baby. And he's just like, do you know who I'm married yeah. to? <laughs> so then they had to change, had to the, change name the name of the gun. Because, yeah, it was just like too much. <laughs> too That was much. my take. Because yeah. there's that. And then her dad is Joel Gray, who's obviously incredible even though he's the reason Buffy died, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think um, the other thing, I want to know the story of like, when does she start going by Francis? Yeah. Like what, what happened? Maybe maybe, at college, maybe, maybe right away. Yeah. Or maybe at college, like when she introduces herself to new people at college, mm -hmm. she goes by Francis and like, how long does it take her parents to call her Francis? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that would be pretty soon. Like, I think she's going to college. Yeah, they, like, because it, it was Labor Day like, right weekend, away. so yeah, she was basically yeah. going the next week. About to go. Oh. Even though, like, this is the thing with America, mm-hmm. again, is that some, like, school starts in August? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know when she would but have started was that college. just high school? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, but maybe not in the 60s? I don't know. I'm I have no idea. America's yeah, also, like, that sounds really stressful to be exactly. away until, like, the Sunday of Labor Day weekend and then have to go to college. Like, and the then next, go to college? Like, like, move into the dorms. <laughs> Two days later? Oh. Oh my maybe God. it's not that far, though. Maybe it's just, like, half an hour away. Maybe. It's still. Still. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> like, does she have school supplies? Like, how long were they there? <laughs> well, they. he wanted to come home before, like, they were going to... Everybody went home Sunday, but he wanted yeah, to go home on the Friday to miss traffic. No, no, but how, were they there all summer? Like, it doesn't really... No, I think it was just a couple really weeks. Okay, so she already has her school supplies. I hope so, for her so sake. That's good, because I'm very concerned. Indeed, I know. <laughs> Back to school shopping, it's very important. Okay, so instead of rating or ranking or some other kind of something, especially as we're building up our spreadsheet, we thought we would um, do a pie chart. Hmm. Mmm, pie. Mm, pie. <laughs> like, mmm, <laughs> So, great. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in this movie. I don't there know. There is a it's lot at going least, on in this movie. But it's at least 40% montages. Oh, yeah. There are yeah. so many montages in this movie. So many. But they're all very necessary and important. Yep. And move yep. the story forward. They do. <laughs> it is also 40% dance scenes to epic music. Yes, or at least dance scenes and epic music, maybe. Yeah, yes. yeah a little bit of both. Well, like, I don't know. Do you count She's Like the Wind as epic music? Because that's, like, yes. the only one. <laughs> it's okay. I do. I do, too. I sing it <laughs> a lot. But there is, no, there's there's songs that where there's no dancing. There's yeah. not a lot of them. There's not a lot of them. Okay. But there is. Yeah, and then 
you know, on the other side, it's like 10% a darker storyline than you really were expecting in your rom-com. Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, real life, I guess. I Not guess. real life, but yeah. It's, yeah. Hmm. But 5% watermelon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you seen the size of those watermelons? <laughs> <laughs> and then 3% country club assholes. Yep. Yeah. 2, 2% daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a movie where it's like a growing growing up daughter and her father as a main character, there could have been way more daddy issues oh, in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that probably brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, don't forget that you can rate or review our podcast wherever you get your podcast. And please do, because we're kind of new. Uh, you can find us on social media at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Charts and Hearts on Twitter or our website, chartsandhearts.com. On our website, too, you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and tropes for us to add to the list. If you want a bit of Nature Finds A Way nostalgia for your June, you can check out check us out on Patreon, where we have a bonus episode coming out soon about Jurassic World, whatever it's called. Jurassic World 3. <laughs> Jurassic World, the one with Laura Dern, it's back. <laughs> Jurassic World. More worlds. More, more world. Jurassic. Jurassic World, the one with the... <laughs> Feather dinosaurs. Anyway, <laughs> that is coming soon, exclusively to our Patreon. We hope to have some, obviously some rom-coms coming up in there on our theme for the month. But when appropriate movies come, we will bring back Nature Finds Away because we still love to talk about biology because we're still nerds. Don't forget. Indeed. Don't forget. And we will be back here in two weeks with a similar setting and similar-ish movie with dancing, a main character wearing all black, but more angry dancing. Well, that's right. We're doing High School Musical 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you thought about this, our very first episode of this podcast. And in the meantime, we don't have an outro yet. So bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>